Welcome back to the Escape Rope Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Fong. And I'm Ron. How are you doing, man? Very good. Very good. Just had a good session of uh, jiu-jitsu, guys. Uh, we are in the zone right now. I think that was my first two-hour session. Um, yeah. Which is a good thing, I think. Um, to go back-to-back, it really you know, kind of forced you to um, really try and not be... And, and not quit after the first lesson. Yeah. Yeah. But the good thing is um, this second um, session was mostly drilling and uh, just working a couple of moves. So it wasn't I quite like that, that strenuous. Yeah. I quite like the drilling. It, it allows us to explore. Like, you know how we would uh, in that drilling, the last drilling class, we, we were literally just like playing around with the moves to see what we could do with it. Yeah. We were like, you know, doing um, situational kind of moves. And we were also. Only going about maybe 80, 90%. Yeah. Experimenting. We were going out, so that, yeah. that's a good thing. Experimenting. Yeah. I, I think that's also something that people uh, might want to do with everything. You know, if you want to start your own business, if you, want, if you think that business might be something you want to test out, it's good to try it out. Buy maybe 10 products of something that you want to sell and try to sell it online. See if it's mm. something that you enjoy. It's well, if it's, negotiating it's, is something that you enjoy or talking to people about yeah. it about your wares um yeah and i certainly do enjoy selling stuff online i certainly like buying stuff online yeah compared to me you don't <laughs> I, I think i buy a lot of i do buy a lot of things that aren't sort of big big ticket items uh, compared to like amount wise i feel right. like you know I, I buy you know 20 dollar things 50 dollar things here and there i don't know if it's a problem though for me because if i buy something i want quality and I don't, I don't care forking the money out for it. I think that's fine. Yeah. I think it's fine as, as long as you actually have a good use of it. Sure. I think, I, I think recently I read um, a news article about a Japanese way of deciding whether you should buy something or not. So it's really? like a list of questions that you should ask yourself. Is it, is it like a what if sort of uh, flow no, chart? It, something like that. It's like, yeah. um, do you need it? Can you afford it? You know, it's like a list of questions. And if you, before you buy anything, you go through all those questions and- I feel like I'm going to fail in those two questions already. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, well, the, yeah, those two questions are, are I think, are the main ones. Do you right. need it? Can you, I mean, should you really be buying it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And well, I mean, if, you know, if can you can pass all this- uh, Yes. Yeah, I'll make it work. <laughs> I'll figure something out. Yeah. So- um, I think that's something that I'll have to find out and put in the show notes. Maybe I'll, I might actually give it a go. Yeah. I'm so bad. I don't think I should give, be giving people advice on buying things that they cannot afford. Because <laughs> I'm so um, bad at it. <laughs> you, you, you're, very, you're very good at justifying purchases. I, I don't know if that, you can call that a skill though. Uh, you're good at convincing yourself. Okay. Of, uh, <laughs> of, of, of why something is worth a, oh, Come on, uh, look, look at this recorder that we're using right now, right? Yeah. How, how good do we have it now? Now that it we have that. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, so does it justify me putting down 500 for it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think well, so. There we go. There we go. Well, I mean, that's, that's just one question though. <laughs> I think there's like maybe like five questions that um, you will need to run through. Right, but look, I, I, I can't, I can't doubt that you know what you have bought for the podcast is pretty good quality. Yes, like it yes. might not be 
thousands of dollars, but this is to, to to my ears, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. So Ron just bought a podcast kit <laughs> from Amazon, an all-in-one uh, microphone kit, which comes with a um, one of those adjustable stands. It comes with the um, a mic. It comes with well, what are these filter things? Foam? Yeah, the pop filters. Pop filters, um, and a bigger circular pop filter. Yeah. Um, and it comes with a shock mount mm-hmm. um, and a cable. Yeah, so we played around with it and the quality was... Well, well we're giving these away, I think. Okay, well, look, okay, fine. If you, if you want to start out your podcast, this is something we're going to give away. So if you listen to this podcast, uh, hit us up. Uh, we'll put a mention on the podcast, on the on our social media and we'll send this out to you if you want to start something it's for free you know and what do you have to do just write and review yeah we'll find out where you are send hit it us up hit us up on uh, Apple Podcasts give us a five star review it, it, it is only one mic but hey some people might start mm. with a solo yeah. solo pod look it's not a bad mic the the only thing like I mean the sound quality uh, it sounds hollow but the, the, the problem is that we started off with really really good mics yeah. So anything sort of below that, you can tell tell the difference. Yeah. Um, but if if I, if I bought this today and I had no other mic experience, I would think it's fine. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and it's good. I mean, the the sound quality is something that you probably need to work on post. Yeah. Right. So you can certainly work around with. Or you, there's certainly workarounds that you can em- employ to make the sound it better. It does the job. Yes. It does the job well. Um, it's not the best. You can definitely get better, but you know, yeah, you're not, you're not. Um, it's a whole kit. Look, how much, how much do we buy that for? Uh, I think pre-discount was about either thirty-five-ish. Mate, I got it for twenty-two. You're laughing. That's Deliver. that's a good, good investment to start off a podcast just to test things out. If you if you find that this medium is for you, it's a fantastic deal. Absolutely fantastic deal, and. Uh, you know, like, like I said, if I was doing a solo podcast and I didn't have all this cool equipment that, you know, Fung already kind of set up, I probably would be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that we need to talk about the equipment that we have. Do you want to go through that now? No, nah, next, next episode or something. Next episode. But I digress. Look, leave us a five star review on Apple podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll have a look at it. We'll read it and you'll get a brand new podcast set up uh, from us sent to you some of the stuff is still in 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 the in in the wrapping even so yeah it's coming out to you i mean like how how cheap is it to start this podcast i i thought to start a podcast like right? if you if you had to mm. start with um you know, decent sound quality mm. it's cheap yeah probably uh what's, what's the thing that you have to buy the sound the power something or other power oh um it's called a phantom power supply for microphones but i don't think that you might you need it for this. I'm not sure because uh, it plugs right into a. Yeah, I haven't tested it up, but like we actually tested the mic that uh, we got on on our recorder. So do you know how much? Do you, do you know roughly how much those? You can get those for fairly cheap, or maybe fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty bucks. Yeah, but look again. Leave us a five star review, and we'll send it out to you. And uh, you know what? I'll I'll even throw in. A short course. You can even hit me up, and I'll show you how to uh, get it going with what software to use. And um, you know, you, you don't even need to spend a cent. The software that you I can get you is free as well. One of the star co-hosts of this show 
will help you set things up. Such nice words. <laughs> hey, Ron, have you checked out CES? I have checked out CES. This was something that um, I think happened last week. Yeah. I think concluded last week. Is it? Does it happen every year? Well, what, what is CES, by the way? Consumer Electronic, uh, what's the S for? Show? Uh, it's probably not show. But I'm, I'm going to guess show because it is an, an electronics um, show. Um, and I think it is a uh, every year thing. And it's every year a bunch of um, electronic companies like you know, Samsung or uh, LG, they, they, they bring their, their cool new products in or um, concepts. And I think this year um, is no different in terms of cool stuff that they that they brought in. Yeah, I just Googled it, Consumer Electronics Show. Sure, yeah. Well, that was like convention or something like that. But anyways, Consumer Electronics Shows, I think it's become quite big because of all the, the companies that, uh, that come in and show off their new technologies. And uh, one thing I'm pretty excited about is how much concept, there are out there. It's not. It's not like, oh, this is a product that we're releasing this year or next year. It's literally, hey, this is what we can do. This is what technology is going to be like mm. in twenty twenty moving forward. You know what I mean? I'm actually, um, I'm actually on the other side of that. What do you mean? I don't like concepts because you never know how far away it is. I like stuff to be like, okay, it's coming out in April this year, right? And I can buy it because um, just because it's a concept doesn't mean that they are actually going to build it. It's, it. It might just mean that some of the technology is going to go into other products of theirs. Right. And I just don't like the idea that something cool that I want in my hands is going to stay a concept. Mm. It's, it's, it's like that with, oh, um, with, with cars as well. There's yeah. a lot of concept cars that, that, that are built and um, it's almost – it's almost never that the actual production uh, vehicle comes out like the concept. Right. And a lot of times the concept is the, the, what, what, what's cool, but they're never going to build it for production. Because it's too expensive speaking. It's too, it's too expensive. Like it just doesn't meet the regulations. Yeah. It's just, and, and it's like the, um, the Tesla Cybertruck, you know how it doesn't have any side mirror. Yeah. It's like the biggest tease. <laughs> that's how I see it like, I want that but I can't have hey that hey man it's like four plates like the best part <laughs> I thought the the best part was when you, you when you're in it nah four play oh well each of their own I guess yeah each of their own so was there was there anything in particular um, that was showing at CES that you thought was cool aside from you know even the concept vehicles any particular vehicle or any other products that you thought were I kind of cool. like the Sony car that they put out. Mm. It's like, it was totally unexpected. Yeah. It was literally, uh, that's not something that they are, what's this? Uh, the Uber Eats is two minutes away. Okay. We got, kind of got hungry, so there might be a pause in this uh, podcast. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Sony car, uh, what's surprising was they gave out all these specs. They gave out, uh, you know, like all these uh, technology within you know mm-hmm. lidar mm-hmm. there's like the side mirrors like literally cameras pointing backwards to see what's behind you yep. um it looks sick it looks like a porsche kind of a porsche had you know coitus yep. with a tesla <laughs> okay <laughs> you know it, it looks like have you seen it 
I have seen it. I yeah, think the interior nice. is it's, um, it's really nice. Simplistic. The the interior is a little bit too much for me. Too too much screen. I feel like. But screen is man. The future is all about screens. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of too too much screens. Yeah, it I looks guess. cool, but in practice, I think it takes a little, a little getting used to from a practical yeah. standpoint. Yeah, but I think the car is concept only, right? Yeah, no, no, it's only not not even a concept. It's just a car they just decided to build just for CES, and they're never gonna. It's never going to go into production right. at so, all. So so that 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 is a concept then. If it's never gonna be production. Yeah. Then it's just a concept. Okay. I, I, so you I, can have a working concept, yeah. but yeah, so it's kind of things like that. Like, why would you tease us with a cool concept? It's just to show the technology, what you're capable of. Uh. What, so <laughs> putting faith into a company that uh, have, has the ability to create cool stuff. I will, yeah, I'll, I'll give that to them. They, it was totally unexpected for mm. a electronics company to just build a car out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. Um, would I buy a Sony branded car if they ever built one? Yeah, probably. It's Japanese, so it's probably reliable. Over a Tesla. Um. Oh, you know, it's dependent on a lot of things. Yeah, Cars. Rivian. Rivian came out with their Ute as well at CES. Really, I I missed that. Yeah, I checked. I checked it out. I think um, MKBHD showed it on his YouTube channel. Man, that thing. It's I like cool. It, it's cool. I mean. I think I might have seen some images of it previously. Yeah. But it's pretty, it's more, um, more normal, right? Like more yeah. normal looking car. It, it, the, the, the only thing, the only gripe for me, it's the, the tray at the back seems kind of small, but it's the first uh, sort of production ute, electric ute that's going to come out and they're expecting it to come out in April this year. Ambitious. Very. Quite ambitious. It's either April this year or next year. I don't know. I might might be butchering mm. it. Like that's one of the things like I kind of liked about CES this year, seeing so many, so many um vehicles coming out. LG even came out with their concept uh, electric taxi. <laughs> I saw a couple of those um uh concept flying taxis. Yeah, I think they talked about um, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit. Would you go at getting one? Probably, but I'm, I was, I still don't. Uh, I still don't buy it. Yeah, as a concept, um, it just seems it just seems a little bit too too busy. Like you got to find like a place to land. You got to like, why would you even use the wheels if you can fly? I'm sure. I'm sure there is there is someone that can come up with a business case of why it it um, it makes sense, but I haven't seen it. And yeah. Well, what I'm seeing is what, what's, uh, what's getting me so excited is, you know, how you watch movies back in the days, you saw all this technology, uh, technology mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you talk about flying cars, you talk about uh, personal electronic assistant like Google Now, like everything is getting so good. Everything is getting... We are living, literally living the future and we are the generation that gets to be at the forefront of it. It's definitely cool to be to having toothbrushes with AI in it. So that's one of the concepts. I think, I don't know if it's concept. Yeah. It, I didn't see it. I, I, I read it. It's like, a, I think okay. like Oral-B or something. It's like one of the electronic toothbrushes that has AI in it. It'll tell how you, would you. How would you even talk to it? But I mean, you don't talk to it. It just, it tells you how long you should be brushing. You're brushing right and all, all that stuff. Oh, man. It's, it's kind of cool, but at the same time. That, uh, yeah. dude, the, I, the, I, the, the, the issue I have is everyone's saying, 
AI AI when it's not true AI, right? General, uh, it's not. It's not true general. AI. It's, it's specific. AI. It's specific AI. Yeah. I I just don't know. There, there's a, there's a, like if you read like science fiction like I do, there's always been the concept of uh, a general AI, which is mm-hmm. you know you talk you, you talk about like uh, who's who's a prominent prominent AI, uh, well C three PO for example, Star Wars, right? Yeah, there's, right. That's a protocol droid, but but mm-hmm. he can do things. He can walk around and help yeah. you and whatnot. Yeah. But there's also the um, the specific AI whose whose task is to do a specific thing only, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Like for example, like a robot that, uh, that goes around the house just to clean up, uh, clean up your floor. Like mm. the, say, imagine a Roomba with a smart sort of specific AI who knows where to go around the house. And yeah, okay. Clean up. In in that respect, it's kind of cool, right? Um, oh, I gotta pick up this thing. All right, go on, man. Gotta eat. Apologies. Gotta eat. Ron just went downstairs to pick up the food, but. Yeah, let's, let's keep going. Sorry for the interruption, guys. Sorry for the interruption. Um, anyways, cool things about CES. One, we had the Sony car. Um, mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that kind of made me think, why? <laughs> for example, the smart door. A smart door. A smart door. Okay. LG smart door. Like if you check out Jerry, uh, Jerry Rig, everything on his YouTube channel, he right. actually, he, he gets sponsored by LG to go <laughs> and show their smart door. Okay. And so what is this concept? So the smart door is, is one thing that you think about like at first glance is, um, no, it's smart. So it knows who it's who. So it, it, so it is would, a camera. Yeah, there's a camera. There's okay. also like a palm a reader where it reads your uh, veins. Okay. As well, so each person has like unique uh, vein configuration mm. in their palm. So that's okay. how that's how they'll know if uh, the door knob was to pop out. Ah, oh, okay. And then there's like also the QR code where um, a mailman can scan that, and a little <laughs> box would open, whether it be refrigerated goods or just like a general good. Okay. So that's that's something, and that's one of those things. I'm just thinking, like, do you really need a smart door? Um, I mean, right now, I'd probably no. <clears throat> Yeah. But I think eventually we'll probably get there anyway. It, it, like remember those those doors, um, which I thought was pretty cool. The you can buy them off Amazon. You can like use your phone, like use NFC to unlock doors. I like that. I think it's, those are pretty cool. Those are cool. There's, it's security purposes. Yeah. It's just got that one specific That's right. use case. But that is sort of coming um, coming from the whole you know typing a pin as well. It's all it's all like a progression, and I guess the next big step would be this whole smart door thing. Yeah, they, 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 I think uh, we're at this stage, right, uh, where technology is is so important to it's at the forefront of everything, right? So what naturally what people would do is over exaggerate everything, mm. and then they, eventually they're gonna scale back to something that's functional. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's still a concept, right? So they're kind of letting the consumers know what sort of features they can add yeah. to a, to a door. <laughs> um, yeah. But look, if, if you had a smart door, I don't think you would replace it with a regular door, would you? I've thought about smart homes, but mm. my smart home is thinking is like, oh yeah, I want a smart thermostat. I want smart lights. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't care for like a smart fridge, for example. Uh, you know, a smart fridge re- reordering your shit. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm not, Totally on board with that. Mm. But then again, yeah, no, I'm probably too poor to buy one anyway, so it's probably not much. Sure, not, not, sure. you know, um, I'm not the target yeah. market. Mm, yeah, so cool things like for a smart home, I reckon lights, mm. uh, cleanliness, like if you have robots going around cleaning your, your stuff. 
security, like mm. just a, a smart lock. By smart lock, I mean it's linked to your phone or your, sure. your physical presence. Sure. So that, like that those, kind of um, things. Like those, um, what are those things called where um, if someone rings your bell, it, it sends like a, uh, an image of them to, to your phone? Yeah, you, that's Ring Doorbell, like the Is Ring it, yeah, Company. Yeah, they, yeah that, got, we've, that got, we've got those at home. I think those are pretty cool. Yeah. You know, there's, there's definitely ways you can add technology to things. Sometimes I do think it's a little bit overboard, but hey, you know, I have smart lights and I probably wouldn't go back to dumb yeah. lights. Yeah. No, I, I like your smart lights. So that's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah. So who, who what, what did you think of what's cool that you like? Yeah. So one of the things that Samsung did was uh, bring out a bezel-free TV. Oh, that was so sexy. It was like 99% screen. I thought that was super cool. No, I think it was 100, dude. Okay, I, I I I don't know, but ninety nine to one hundred percent, yeah, almost. It's it's damn near legit bezel free, yeah, and eight K, eight K. I'm not totally sure about yet because four K hasn't really fully landed yet. I don't mm. I don't feel like that. Like you know, every like most people have, well, maybe half of the people have four K TVs, but content wise, I don't think it's quite there yet. So I have a ten eighty P TV. That, that that means I'm only watching uh, full HD yeah. Netflix, and I don't know whether it, it, it matters or not. Look, I mean, right right now, full HD TVs that you can't you basically can't even buy them now. It's it's hard to find. Yeah, everything's pretty much 4K. So I get that. But just content wise, I th- I don't think it's quite there yet. Netflix, yes, but not every YouTube video is 4K. Yeah, 1080 is, it would be the maximum because like a lot of people would like to watch YouTube videos on their phone or yeah. on their tablet. Uh, rarely, rarely on their TV, hmm. right? I feel, I feel like YouTube is not something that can easily search on your TV just yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah. You know. And, and um, yeah, so 8K, I think it's fine for future-proofing. It's just I, I, it's quite, probably a little bit away from the content being... Definitely. Widely available. Yeah, definitely. Can I just make a very quick comment? Um, this wine that's been open for a while sucks. I hate it. I'm not drinking anymore. Have you noticed my face? <laughs> it's this is terrible. <laughs> oh man. We like look. Tea, this this has been open since late last year, since the last podcast in December. Disgusting. Um, it's gone through a lot of heat, and. Yeah, it, it it sucks. But anyway, okay. another thing that I thought was pretty cool was um, uh, Amazon Alexa in a Lamborghini. Mm. I thought that was cool mm. because that kind of um, opens the door for um, Google Assistant or Siri to be fully integrated into a car's functionality. So a lot of a lot of car companies right now, like Audi, Mercedes, BMW, they're doing their own little voice control thing. Sucks. It sucks. I hate it. It's it sucks. Yeah. And 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 you kind of have to question, like, why? Like, it isn't just easy just to press a button to turn on the AC or something. Especially when, um, yeah, like it, it when 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 Google Assistant and Siri and Alexa and all, all that are sort of quite widely available, you know the standards of voice control. And these car companies, their voice control is just not on that level. So well, why would you I, I don't know it? why you'd still even try. Like you're buying a yeah a hundred thousand dollar car, two hundred thousand dollar car, and voice control is just subpar. 
it's terrible. And um, I tell you what, that technology probably won't age well either. But Alexa in Lambos means that Google in a Toyota or Google in a Volkswagen probably won't be that far away. And if you can say, hey, Google, hey, can you um turn up the AC? Rather than, you know, having a, a super, okay, my, my Google just picked up, picked up what <laughs> I just, just said. You just said the trigger word. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, 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 um, the manufacturers of voice control, they are terrible and they are very, very um, narrow in what you can ask it, ask it to do. Mm. Whereas Google Assistant, um, you, you can do a million things. It's just getting Google Assistant or Siri to be integrated into the functionality of a car. Then you have just well, why do you bliss. keep saying Siri? Well, I, I don't know. I thought Siri, Siri is Siri is terrible, man. Well, I, I don't use Siri. I've never owned an uh, Apple product. I just thought that it's pretty good yeah. from what I've heard. I don't know. No, like, I mean, that's probably one of the only thing that prevents me from buying an iPhone. Mm. I mean, I like the iPhone. I do. I like the- it's a fantastic piece of tech. My mom has one. Yeah, I love holding it. It's I love using it. A beautiful piece of tech. Great tech. Yeah, but I just can't bring myself to switch over to Siri because it's just not helpful. Yeah. It doesn't help. I just don't like the um the ecosystem. Yeah. It's it's tough. Not that not that Google is like fantastic ecosystem or anything, but it's a pretty big leap I feel like to yeah. go to Apple yeah. iOS. I mean there's also like you know, you talking about the Alexa, um I get it. Alexa is fantastic as well. I mean it's like when did that when did Alexa happen? It just came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Right? And and that's the thing as well. Um but if the, you want to do Alexa yeah. as well, then you're kind of investing in a whole different ecosystem again. Yeah, and the thing is as well with Alexa, it's just it's not on the phone. Ah, uh, it's not. You can't like, for me Apple's for on? me anyways. Um, right. it's not native. Okay, yeah, you, yeah. you probably have to like find some third party uh, app. <laughs> what about what about um Samsung with Bixby? Uh, don't even get Did me you ever use it when you uh, had I, your? I, I tried. I tried. I, I just can't. I can't do this it. This is not on that level of Google. No, right? no, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know why they these companies are even trying. Well, why why are they even investing in it? Yeah, when Google is like so far ahead, mm. and Google works well, everyone knows it. Everyone it's likes not, it's it. Like they, Google and Alexa deal with. Uh, they deal with search. Mm-hmm. Ton of search. So mm-hmm. you can't you can't compare if you're not a company that deals that that deals with data on that level. Mm-hmm. There's no point. Right. <clears throat> But anyway, yeah. so so we digress. Um, so yeah, CS is fun and it's cool. Would you go next year? I would go. Yes, if I can afford it. Three hundred bucks. Yeah, but you still got a five of it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's good content. I'm sure it is. Well, I mean, you know, if if we quote unquote make it, yeah, we we'll five of there. Man, we, we I told you we're in this one for the long haul. Let's do it. Let's just eventually go get there. there. Could be next year. Could be in. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love to go check out. I mean, like for three hundred bucks, like the value that you get is pretty cool. I mean, the tickets go up to seventeen hundred or something like that. But for those what? ones are for uh, curated sort of content. If you're a big media company, hmm. right? It's like a, what, like a show or something for them. Mm, mm. So I think most it would be pretty you, cool to go behind the scenes and some of the yeah. stuff that they can't show publicly. That would yeah. be cool. I mean, I'd, I'd like it. To I mean I'd love it by that time if we go to CS like we have we'll have our YouTube channel up and you'd feel comfortable with being on a camera. <laughs> uh yeah. yeah yeah 
I'll, I'll, put, I'll, keep, I'll keep pushing you. Well, I'll be 75 kilos when that happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you see the calendar thing I, I actually set up uh, for us? Yeah, some sort of update or something, right? Yeah, that's me trying to update uh, update the podcast to see how you're going with your 75 kilo uh, target. Yeah. Um, I haven't stepped in the weight since last week. So next next podcast, I'll have an update, I think. Yeah, man. Right? Next, Let's do it. Yeah. I want to see it. I want to see this happen. Oh, I'm hoping for like <laughs> one kilo at least. Oh, I it's one kilo. That'll be good. Sleeping wise, I've been doing okay. Sleeping I mean, wise. I woke up pretty refreshed today. So that was today. I actually woke up at five thirty ish, and sort of snoozed my way to about six thirty. That's an achievement. Yeah, six thirty is pretty good. Yeah. What did you do when you woke up? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that I woke up and sort of. Was semi-conscious from five thirty to about six thirty. I think that's pretty good. That's a that's a I'm semi-achievement. <laughs> taking I'm taking steps. This is like waking up and uh, thinking, oh man, I got to work out. That's 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 a pretty big leap. But um, I'm I'm slowly getting there. Yeah. So what what was the, what they, did they say? Like you have to change your environment to be able to change yourself. The good thing about Google Assistant is you can set up routines, mm-hmm. which if you cancel a an alarm. I can set up my, my lights to turn on. Oh, cool. But then I just go, hey, Google, turn off my lights. <laughs> and I go back to snoozing. This is when you need general AI. <laughs> oh, oh, you oh, just turn off shit. that light again. <laughs> my bad. Lights on. Uh, so Ron just said the trigger, uh, the Google trigger where they turn off all his lights. Okay, so I won't say that again. <laughs> no trigger words. No anyway, trigger so, words. yeah, I mean, to... To attend CES, it's 300 bucks. Uh, I think it's US. Look, the 300 bucks is not much compared to the airfare. So if we can afford to get the airfare, then 300 bucks is, is whatever. Like a, uh, if it's like a day or something like that, a week, I think it, it should be pretty cheap. We just have to buy it now. <laughs> what for like in two years' time or something? <laughs> um, so who's, who's, like, where do you consume your CES information from? Uh, just a website. Like yeah. tech radar or something. I, I just wanted. I just wanted a quick kind of. Oh, really? List of like cool things that they came up with, and I, and then you can click on them to go into a little bit more detail. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just don't have enough time to. Yeah. I've got. A, I had. I was watching a couple of people. Um. Regarding CES today, just to brush up on what's going on. Hmm. I mean, like, if you're a tech head, for people listening, if you're a tech head like me and enjoy watching. Uh, tech content or consuming tech content I, I recommend these people like I think it's a pretty good thing to list them out because I kind of get my mm. influence from them so MKBHD that's one of them that's like the top YouTube channel that you should be watching if you're the only thing with tech. MKBHD is that I feel like some of his um, videos are a little bit late later than everyone else I feel like you reckon? I think so oh. like I think when he did like you know his Samsung S10 or something most other Big YouTubers has already done it. Look, granted, his one is the best quality, I feel like. Maybe number one or number two, best quality. But I feel like his one's a little bit slower. Mm, it could, In it terms could, of reviews. Yeah, it could be because he wants a thorough view. Yeah, which, which is which is fine. I mean, he can afford it, man. Yeah. 10 million, yeah, 10 he's million not, subscribers. Not that, that, for his his content speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, then you have Jerry Rig every, Everything. He's more on the DIY side of tech. Yeah. I watched couple of his videos. I'm a fan, uh, but he's not my sort of top go-to. I, I watch him every so often. Like he's, he's there. Mm. Uh, you have Linus Tech Tips for like 
definitely PC DIY related stuff. Yeah, like that's he's definitely one 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 person. Unbox therapy. That's a fun one. That's probably my favorite tech guy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. cool. And then you have like if you if you're looking to be if you're looking for a woman in tech, I Justine. She's pretty mm. cool too. I like I like the funness of her uh, tech reviews and tech content. Mm. So I, I do enjoy that. Then laptop Dave Two D. Dave TV is, is pretty good. I like his stuff. I like I like how minimalist this is his um content is. Yeah. So clean. I feel like a lot of a lot of these um the background of all these tech YouTubers are quite similar. Yeah. Very clean, couple of lights. That's it. That's that's what I want to um video for us like once yeah. we once we have our minimalist uh, is is where we want to get studio, to studio, man. That would be that would be pretty cool. The same for that. Um, I mean, like if you um if you also like photography gear like Peter McKinnon, that's he's one of the guys that I like to watch on a daily basis. Mm. Um, the 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 thing with him is uh, he actually rose to two million v- subscribers in, in in the span of three years. Right. So it's possible mm. we can do this. Mm. So let's aim for like three years. We'll have like own own studio. Well, I mean, it's got to be good content. Yeah. So we need to work on that. Definitely. We just have to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep improving, and uh, we'll get there. Yeah. So look, let us know if you like the little tech. Um, section that we just did here because hmm. um, that's one thing that I do enjoy so like I'm glad that we did something like this mm-hmm. uh, so yeah just leave us a little comment if you enjoyed that whoops so topic of the day your biggest influence tell me yours first mine first okay by influence I'm, we're talking about not people that are on YouTube or books or whatnot we're actually talking no, like about people like, in your life or yeah. you've you've uh, interacted with whether it's a teacher or some sort of, you know, father figure, family member or something. Yeah. Um, I, I think mine's pretty boring. You know, I think my parents are probably my biggest influence by far. What sort of trait have you noticed in yourself that mirrors theirs? I'm trying to think of the term. Financial. Literacy. Literacy, intelligence, yeah. I guess. Yeah, financial in- in- yeah. intelligence, literacy is a pretty good one. Yeah. So they are very good with money. They are very, um, especially my mum, very tight, very tight with money. And I definitely have taken on some of those traits, but I do scale it back quite a little bit. You know, I'm nowhere near as tight on money as, as them. Um, but I think, you know, financial literacy is, is, uh, is super important. Um, not only does it help you live I think, more comfortably or within your means, it also allows you to actually um, plan out things, big big ticket items, for example. If you can't if you can't plan things um, plan things out well, you can't save money, you can't live within your means. You can never really get to those big ticket items until unless you know you win the lottery or you know some massive inheritance. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's um that's really where I feel like I am where I am today because of that. You know, mm. Not I'm not saying I live in a super nice place or or anything, but being able to save money has helped me get the stuff that I want. Yeah. Did you um ever question that notion that that sort of teaching that you uh, imparted from them? Yeah. Like you know, when I was young, and I see people around me getting you know cool toys, um, you know, cool lollies and cool pens. You know, I get your Bic pens, you know, your your your, your, your whatever pencils, your generic, you know, Woolies or Franklin's lollies. Yeah. I thought, man, why, why, you know, obviously, I'm sure they can afford it. Why can't they buy me 
cool stuff to eat. Um, but you know, as, as I as I grew older, I you know I started to understand that you know they they have a mortgage as well. So I think um that that was clearly the priority. And things like you know cool lollies, cool toys. It's it's not he's not going to change my life. Mm-hmm. But being able to pay off their mortgage in order, for, you know, for one day to perhaps help me with some sort of loan or something. Yeah, and that's that's that would change my life. Yeah, it's definitely a lesson that uh, not many not many people get the chance to learn from a young age. Um, if you don't have parents like that, um, for me, I I certainly had, like this is something I've learned from you. The more like we hung out uh, this past two years, like you literally just sit down, really really think about like what you're buying. Granted, it's not. I'm not there. I'm not perfect. Uh, I'm I, not there either. Yeah, there's there's I, a bunch I, of stuff I, that my, my mom would not be happy knowing that I bought bought it. You know, like shirts. I've got a million shirts. You know, half of them I don't wear. You know, there's, there's things with, like that. With you, you like to sit down and, and wait things out. So oh, for uh, sales to, to go through. hundred percent. If it's not a sale, I'm, I'm not buying it. Dude, like if I want something, I'll get it next week. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing. If that's I a, see something that's not on discount, they're basically asking me to pay more for an item that I know is going to be cheaper. Like, why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get it, but it's just, I want that. I want it. <laughs> so now. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do that. Like, I, I, want, I want new, um, you know, truly wireless headphones, earphones. Yeah. Uh, I was so close to buying it, but then I thought, I thought about that Japanese article. Yeah. Like, do I really need it? Can I afford it? I can't afford it, but do I really need it? Not this time. <sighs> I can wait for a better discount. Okay, well. You know. And when that better discount comes, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll jump on it then. So it's, it's, it's things like that. Um, and I think just general morality things, I think I got from them as well, you know, just be, um, what do you call it? What do they say? A productive member of society. And, um, I think in terms of the biggest, um, advice that I got, I think that's, um, I probably got that when I was, uh, finishing HSC. I thought I was, I wasn't going to get a very good mark. In HSC. And I thought it was the end of the world. You know, for for a lot of people, especially Asians, uh, the HSC is like the end all and be all. When when you're at that kind of ten well, if you're Asian, probably from like six years old to like seventeen, eighteen, you know, you're basically working towards getting that good number. So you've been so most, a lot of people have been almost um, indoctrinated to think that if if you don't get a good number, you're fucked. If you get a good number, you're okay. Yeah, you can see me rolling my eyes at it now. Yeah. I couldn't care less. I like like now, yeah. now I'm like, I think it helps, but yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely not the end of the world. You know, my, my, my mom was very confident yeah. in, in me getting good mark. Yeah. So she and and obviously I, I was a little bit stressed, thinking that um, you know, what the fuck do I do if I don't get a good mark and get to a good uni or something like what what the fuck yeah. do I do? It's it's really important though, like if if moving forward, if you have a kid, like yeah, just you can't just say to them like, hey, HSC is like the end all be all. It it no. definitely can't be. No, it's not. It, it can't be. It's very for me like like you know how in the last podcast we talked about how people need permission to do things. That's sort of in, in instilled in us it was sort of indoctrinated just to put on the extreme term 
um, in those uh, in the singular mindset of, of a high school as well as to to get that to get to get this arbitrary number. Yeah, and and that's kind of the issue as well because mm. the people I was with, especially the the quote unquote smart ones, that, yeah, that's all they were working towards. No, no, I'm not saying they don't have other goals outside of that, but that was kind of like the a, a major milestone, mm. and you had to ace that milestone. Yeah, yeah. So mm. when I thought that I wasn't going to get a mark, good mark, and when my mum thought I wasn't going to get a good mark, you know. She basically sat me down and told me, you know, there's other options. Okay, good. You know, there's TAFE if you have to go through uh, a, a like vocational nothing wrong with, training. Nothing wrong with TAFE. Nothing wrong with that. And and I think she um, said a couple of other options as well. Like, you know, it, but basically it's, it's not the end of the world. And that was like a huge weight off my shoulder because I felt like if I was to get a crap mark, part, part of it is, is oh, you know, you're putting everything into it. But also part of it is, disappointing your parents i didn't want to disappoint my parents mm. by getting a shit mark you know they invest all this time and money and effort oh, that's, that's, that's good that you knew that at, at 17 yeah i mean <laughs> i mean as an asian you don't want to you don't want to disappoint your parents that's like a that's like a key thing and so for the for for her to basically take that load off my shoulder was was massive the thing that you know at this point you know unless unless i totally just do absolute you know, shit in HSC, I, 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 I won't disappoint her. Maybe a little bit, but it won't be a huge deal when I thought it was a huge deal. So getting that advice and now that I look back on it, it's really, even if I, you know, quote unquote failed the HSC, there's other options. Okay. There's, 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 there's TAFE, there's, um, you know, you can get, a, you can, you can get a, an office job, find a mentor, learn from them. It's, it's it's not. I like to say to people, YouTube University, man. There is YouTube so University, find your passion, yeah. find something that. There's too many. Th- there's yeah. so much things on YouTube that you can learn. It's it's amazing, right? But that's the, but the, the thing with um back then, YouTube wasn't really that well, no. big yet. Well, now it is. You, you, now, you now have that is. option. Yeah, now. you have that option now. Um. So yeah. What, what about what about friends and uh, people around you, like other than your parents? Who like who 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 do you uh, who have you learned? from as well i mean i think um i think there, there's definitely you know people like y- yourself um the fact that you know you've shown me that it's possible to do something that's outside of the the norm an office job and that it's not only a possibility but you're you're actually fairly successful in it now you know you kind of know whether you can have a good night or not a good night. You know, you, 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 you're doing pretty well. That kind of opened the door for a lot of other ideas that I will, probably wouldn't have think about otherwise. Podcast, for example. This. It's, it's funny because like you've been an avid podcaster before I was as well. Yeah. Like, only, like we hit it off because we started talking about podcasting. Yeah. But I didn't really think it was a, something that regular people do. See, that's the thing that regular people. Right? Yeah. What is regular people? People are just people. Just people trying regular to regular people. Yeah, people yeah. are trying to to live their life, figuring out uh, things that they, they, you know, everyone wants to be successful in their own ways. Yeah. So I, I think it, certainly in the last you know two years, you know, I think you've been a really big influence in terms of helping me shape that. Um, looking outside of that nine to five bubble mindset, like there is things outside of that bubble. Yeah. That is both um, 
worth like worthy of um pursuing and sure man that is um you know can can make money as well yeah yeah it it and it's something that's yeah. I can uh, that I would enjoy yeah make makes you happy right yeah. even though for example this podcast is not it's not really making any money right now no. it's something that we're striving towards but it's damn fun to look forward to it's enjoyable every, yeah. yeah every every single week it's something that we're working on it's it's a break in a week it's it's also it's yeah. also like you know the the one day in a week that I know that I can have a good conversation with someone yeah you know you, before this, you never guaranteed a good conversation. True, it's it's very rare. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to, to sit find. down with someone for like an hour. That's mm. that's not not a guarantee. Mm. You know, sometimes you do get to sit down for an hour, but it's probably bullshit talk, right? Yeah, usually like over beers and gets to a point where yeah. just like you're basically incoherent. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily always a bad thing, but um, yeah, it, it's yeah. it's this this is definitely fun. It's yeah. definitely, um, I think productive for me mentally yeah. anyway mm. it helps me um arrange my thoughts but um yes that's that's me what about yourself influences um, that you got i've got yeah like like yourself i mean the the older i get the, it's funny the the older that i get i kind of kind of notice that the things i do the traits i have um the thing i pay attention to is usually it mirrors the people that I've learned from in the past, right? Uh, for example, like one one of my biggest influence uh, from an early age, so from one to seven, mm-hmm. which is the age that I've heard that is, you, you can influence a kid the most, right? Is my grandpa, my late grandpa, who mm-hmm. passed away last year, mm-hmm. um, and from from him, I, I learned a lot of how to what was it like? Uh, uh, how to use tools, how to right. DIY, mm-hmm. how to uh, pay attention to pay attention to the tools that you use. Like I when I say pay attention, it's, t- it's taking care of it as well. Yeah, because these tools are basically an extension of yourself, mm-hmm. right? The extension of your creativity, mm-hmm. of your abilities to do things. Right. So that's something that that he imparted onto me. Does that sound right? Yeah, imparted onto me or me. No, no, that, that, that's right. That's that's right expression. Yeah, and yeah, and his love of doing things just. Doing things because he does things, like in my, uh, for example, like uh, my love for camera stems from him as well. My love for birds stems from him as well. Uh, and he didn't teach me the methods; he just taught me the the actual love for things, mm-hmm. love for an actual hobby, right? I guess like when you're growing as well, as well, you you sort of see what people around you are doing and what they enjoy, mm. and you sort of you know take on those kind of yeah it's like where did you get well. those, where did you get yeah. where did you get those from i think you're just naturally curious when you're yeah. that that age and that's right um you know having him around and having him being interested in these sort of um creative mm. uh ventures is yeah good. it probably influenced you quite a fair bit yeah i mean like he's he's one of my biggest he's actually one of the biggest uh influence in my life and i have a lot to thank for him for it like for example the podcast that we're working on right yep. now, you see the attention I put into the tools, sure. the equipments, the yep. uh, the skills, right? Yep. That's actually that's thanks to my grandpa. Hmm. All of that, he he just loves to just try to learn like learn things by himself. So yeah, yeah. I think you know my my parents didn't really value creativity, so I think that's kind of where I always thought I wasn't creative. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think much about creativity. Whereas you, you know, you 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 knew from early on was that creativity was something that you should be um, looking into, look, yeah. you know, bringing, bringing it out of yourself. And now 
you know, the, the editing, the photography. There's a lot of things that you do that is um, an extension of your creativity. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a funny story that I've always remembered from him. Yeah. So we were working like uh, on his house back when we were in France in Toulouse. Uh, we were working and I had my, uh, my cousin from an extended family that like, came over and whatnot. Mm. And I was just like watching him like build, build something. And he was like to that kid, I can't remember what his name was. Yeah. He's like, oh, go get me a hammer. <laughs> okay. So the kid went off and he didn't come back for like maybe 30, like 30 minutes. And it's like, my grandpa was like, hey, the hell is going on? So he yeah. went to the garage and my cousin was still like looking for a hammer. Because <laughs> he didn't know what a hammer was. <laughs> so for half an hour. Yeah. And <laughs> that story always stuck to me because he's like, How do you not know what a hammer is? Mm. Everybody should know what a hammer mm. is, right? It's it's one of the things you should you just should know. So that story always stuck onto me. Uh and ever since like uh ever since that story, like everything that I do, I must know about it. I must learn about it, right? Yeah. And it's kind of a double-edged sword because I get stuck into the learning. Mm. I get stuck in the learning phase and don't actually take action mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think as well with you, you like to learn about things and you know how things work and especially things that you like to fiddle with. Mm. I think that's what I see from you. You like to fiddle with things. Yeah, break it down, see how see how they work together. Those pieces. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I like to see how things work, but. I'm a little bit more hands off. Yeah, for sure. I just understand how it works. <laughs> it's not enough for me just to look at things on the outside. I need to dig into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 a good thing. Um, you know, you've taught me how to, um, you know, change brake pads and stuff, and that's because you learn how to do it yourself through just figuring it out, right? Remember that time that you broke down? Like this was before we became close friends yeah. in Parramatta. Yeah, I came in to to, to help you out with it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I had no idea what what the fuck to do. <laughs> like I knew that I had a, I think I had a spare wheel. I knew I had the tools. Yeah, didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, if I didn't know, if I didn't know that, you know, I have friends that could help me out that sort of knows what to do. Yeah, I probably would have called like NRMA for it. No, for a, you don't. You, know. need, you don't need to spend that three hundred bucks, man. Yeah, do not need that. Or, or call my dad or something. Yeah, you know, some. And yeah, but like like yourself, I have I have you that mm. taught me a, a ton in terms of like financial uh, like literacy. Taught me about super superannuation, like how how that works, and just being conservative. Or oh, albeit I'm not very good at it just yet, but hey, it's getting. Um, at least you're. I think you're asking the questions <laughs> before. I mean, yeah. obviously you still justify it to yourself. Oh, I do. It's, it's, it's but so at least bad. you're asking, and that's a step. Yeah. In the right direction. Oh, well, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah. But again, you know, there's, um, you know, you, you, you do need to um, save and plan in order to I'm trying. make things happen. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Like, I mean, I do have like a joint account with Ebby. Yeah. And that kind of makes you, forces you to save, right? Yeah, and the thing I do with that is actually give her the card and I don't use my one. Mm. Like, I'm like, you take care of this joint account. Any expenses mm. that comes out of it has to, has, to, has to be for me and you. Yeah. So I don't want to touch it because if I, if I know I have that access, I will be using that money. That's actually similar to how I set things up. So yeah. I have two accounts with two different banks. Yeah. Uh, one of them has the majority of my savings. Yeah. And mm. I, have a, I have a, obviously I have a card for it. But I have no idea where it is. Good. So in order for me to 
access that cash. I have to physically go into the system, send money to the other account in order for me to use that money. Yeah, yeah. It's like that extra one step that kind of just makes you think, oh, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Kind of think that much you, you're playing, money. Yeah. <laughs> you're playing on your laziness there, man. Exactly. So yeah, I mean like, the environment that we grew up in, like the environment that's even now, like the environment is really important Yeah, uh, to have the people around you to like the, the people around you need to lift your, lift you up mm. in terms of like uh, leveling up your life. Right. Uh, I think Tim Ferriss said you are the average of the five people that you hang mm. around. Right. And that's really, really true. Yeah. So, 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 if, so if, if you had um, a young kid who, um, is looking for some sort of mentor and you just happen to be that mentor, you just accepted it. What kind of environment do you think you want to build for him? What, what, what's the, kind of the key key thing that you want him to sort of keep in mind? To learn. To learn. To learn, like everything and everything, every, anything and everything. Whatever he, I see him interest, uh, like him or her interest in, and you as a parent or as a mentor, you need to thrust that kid into that environment to see if they're going to enjoy it. And in the minute that you see that they do not enjoy it, pull them out and try something else. It's like, you know, um, I think George, our coach, he actually said that he brought his daughters into jiu-jitsu and right. his mistake, and he said this to me uh, on a conversation mm. we had, his mistake was to push his kids to like jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And he said, he told them like, the minute you say turn 13 or something, I forgot, mm. and you, you have a choice to leave and or not. Yeah. And they all left. That's because you put a kid into an environment that, sorry, yeah. that they do not like yeah. for an extended period of time. And you've, you've heard that story with also Asian kids. I, mean, with, I was in it. I wasn't yeah. a big fan of studying, but I knew that, that was, yeah. that was life. So yeah. that, that's kind of what I had to deal with. Yeah. And when with kids, like Asian kids, like playing piano, for example, like yeah. that's a very prominent problem mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Asian parents pushing them to try yeah. these instruments and keeping them there for an extended period of time. And for, I mean, if we're talking about creativity, that's, that's not the only no, way you're, of being at creativity. You're killing it. Yeah. You're killing it. Like, that's one of the main, um, main downfalls of passion, mm. right? Yeah, so I think for me as well, I, I would probably um, mirror what you said, you know, to, to learn as much as you can. Mm. And also just do the things you enjoy and be good at it. Yeah. I feel like, um, you know, if, if you enjoy playing piano, be good at that. You know, there could be, you know, one day you could make money from it. Who knows? Maybe not, but at least you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, same, same, th- same thing with, uh, I'm sure with computers as well. I'm sure you play with computers when you're young and you just like to build computers. I love it. That's like yeah. one, of, one of my first, one of the first things I did when I was able to access a computer. Like mm. got my dad to show me how to mm-hmm. plug things into motherboards and whatnot. Yeah. So th- these are things that you enjoy doing and, um, you know, you, you could have you could have turned into a business if you wanted to building computers for people. That's a potential path. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you, you just never know yeah. where your interest could take you. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely not uh, studying. You know, eight hours a day or whatever. It's, it's, I, I, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of that. I mean, you, you've seen a lot of uh, YouTube channels coming out with uh, saying that the current educational system is broken. Yeah. It's not, it's not catered, uh, catered to the society right now, mm-hmm. right? It's catered to 
factory workers back in the days yeah. where things uh, need to be uniform. And, and yeah. today's factories are the offices, right? Yeah. The, the nine to five. You need to learn how to write well so you can present a piece of paper to the board. You need to understand how to have good conversations with uh, like professional conversations so you can work in an office. You know, today's factories are the offices. So a lot of what you learn at school is basically the basics of how to survive it in, yeah. in, in an office. I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. Like, I, I don't like to be in an office. No, I, I don't unless, uh, unless, of course, if it's, it's going to be my own office that I get to create on, uh, yeah. create. But uh, other than that. So, so I'm talking about your, your, the, the standard corporate office. Yeah. That's, that's basically, you're learning the basics to survive. Mm. Not necessarily uh, prosper, but survive. And, and you take it from there. Well, anyways, um, I think that's, that's that for this uh, segment, right? Yeah. I think we're hitting that hour mark. Yeah, there's probably like maybe 10 minutes that, uh, anyways. Look, tell us what you think, uh, think guys. Um, if you like the section that we talked about, tweet at us. Uh, tell us your ex- experiences. Uh, but most importantly, leave us a five-star review for our, our Apple podcast. Uh, again, we do have like a podcast set that we will send to you. Uh, if you send us a review yeah, and you know, I'll even throw in uh, my, my contacts. I'll help you out with, uh, with how to set up a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do that too. Uh, but apart from that, I think we just, uh, we're going to, I'm a hungry man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm starving. starving dude. Let's, uh, let's eat. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, you've been listening to the, um, escape rope podcast. Thank you for listening. You guys have a great night, great day, great afternoon. I really got to think of something else to say. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. (laughs) See ya guys.